0: What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, Saturday's Quick Picks. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Alright. What's up everyone? What's up my peeps? My uh, sports betting peeps? Ready for a nice weekend. And it's a weird weekend for sure. No soccer, no hockey. The All-Star Games this weekend, but you're not going (laughs) to find any... All-star bets here. Uh, We're going to have four college basketball and one tennis bet for you on today's show. Like I said, strange, strange Saturdays. So... Uh, Oh, also on that note, um, we're going to have our Super Bowl special come out next week. It should be sometime mid next week, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're just pushing back the uh, NFL preview. So I I heard from a couple of you guys uh, on uh, Twitter, actually on Facebook as well. But uh, we're going to be doing the NFL preview next week, comprehensive uh, full preview for the Super Bowl. And we're going to be talking sides, totals, prop bets. What color will the Gatorade be? So uh, tune in next week for a Super Bowl special Lots of guests, lots of different opinions there. Uh, as always, special thanks to TopNotchOdds.com, one of the best online sports books in the industry. And if you already have a sports book, that is great, folks. You hear me say it over and over: you need to shop around. You need multiple sports books that you that you're a part of. And if you do add a sports book, I highly recommend TopNotchOdds.com. Get your money in easy, get your money out easy. Tons of bets before the game, even more during the game, and it's an easy interface so you can find sports very. Easily, whether you like to bet these obscure Australian Open tennis matches that we're going to be talking about today or the Super Bowl, it's very simple to use topnotchodds.com. Put in promo code sharp edge that's going to let them know that uh, you heard about them right here on the sharp angle podcast but that's also going to get you a 200% deposit that you can use over and over and over again online topnotchodds.com promo code sharp edge all right so on today's show like always we're going to be giving Saturday's quick picks and since it's a little different um because what we usually do for the show is I give you guys more of the TV games, some bigger games to watch, games that you guys are going to be typically betting on. I don't approach this like you guys are all professional bettors. You're going to be glued to the screen all day. You know, you're going to be l- looking for derivatives on some weird games. So I typically like to give the bigger games. But unfortunately, today or, or Saturday, we're actually recording this really early. Uh, this We're recording it. Uh, let's see. Get a time here uh 1015 eastern on friday so getting this out nice and early so you guys have plenty of time to make these bets before tomorrow But either way, I I do typically like to do the bigger, higher-profile games. I mean, we like to give you guys winners, but also it has to be an even balance of what games you guys are going to be watching. Don't expect that today. These are going to be obscure games, a little bit weirder. So because of that, these aren't going to be your classic TV games. I will go slightly more in-depth with the handicaps. Typically on Saturday, Sunday, for for the new listeners, we only give usually the picks, and maybe I'll give like one or two bullet points about the picks, but that's it. It's quick, get in, get out and uh, get you guys the saturday picks because let's face it there's a lot of you guys who just like the picks and i understand that but uh today we're a little bit more in depth with these handicaps like i said because they're not your classic tv games we have one big game to end things i'll save that for the very end all right game number one starting in tennis this is the australian open i believe this match is going to be around seven o'clock eastern uh now the australian open is the first grand slam of the year so starting off here 2020 in Australia. Uh, thoughts and prayers, by the way, to Australia. I know that there was some issues the first couple of days of the tournament because of uh, uh, the smoke in the the air. It's just not clean right now to be uh, playing sports in. So uh, anyway, uh, Australian Open. It is played on hard court surface. Now, it's always important what surface they're playing on in tennis, but it's especially important this year in the Australian Open because they just installed brand new courts. Now, they're still hard courts. They're brand new. They're called the green set brand. So comparing hard to clay and grass is very important on in a typical match, but this tournament, it's proving to be that much more important, and it's shown itself so far in the tournament. So my favorite bet for Saturday in the Australian Open, we're going, fabio fognani minus two and a half at minus 120 he is playing tennis Sandgren. Uh, look fabio fognani he's played Sandgren three times in his career 2-1 and one against him. The only loss uh, was on grass, which is Sandgren's best service, Fognani's worst service. It was 6-3 in the first set. The second set had 12 tiebreak points. Sandgren ended up winning, and Fabio was just shot down two sets, ended up losing the third 6-3. You have to give him a pass there, A, because it's on grass, B, because he was so shot after the second set. You can't take much from that, and I really believe that's impacting this line here. Fognani's 23rd in the World Tennis Abstract ELO ranking which I give a lot of credit to Sandgren 109th in those same rankings Fognani a top 15 player on hard court and I just believe that Fognani's experience he's got nine total championships compared to Sandgren's one will prove to be dominant in this game give me Fognani minus two and a half at minus 120 on to college basketball four games of college basketball all right, first game, Miami of Ohio minus four against Eastern Michigan. We are going Miami of Ohio minus four. Now, Eastern Michigan is horrible offensively. They are 346th out of 353 Division I teams in offensive efficiency. I'll repeat that. There are 353 teams right now playing Division One basketball. They are 346th in offensive efficiency. Eastern Michigan is. They are 43rd in defensive in in the defensive efficiency, excuse me, but that hasn't traveled very well. And they are of course on the road in Ohio. Eastern Michigan has won 1 of their last 9 games, and that was against D2 Concordia. Besides that, their last win, you have to go all the way back to December 17th now miami of ohio is not that much better in conference they're one and five but i like them in this game because they really don't turn the ball over they're 61st in uh, in turnover efficiency they're gonna hold on to the foot or under <laughs> the football i've really been thinking a lot of super bowl lately they're gonna hold on to the basketball and that's primarily what eastern michigan relies on as a matter of fact is if you look at steals eastern michigan is a great team they're third in the country in steals or at least efficiency uh, defensive steals on the other side, Miami of Ohio is not going to let them take the ball away. So usually what Eastern Michigan thrives on, they're not going to be able to do on the road, hostile environment. Give me Miami of Ohio, minus four. Next game, Bradley, Indiana State. We are going over 137 and a half points. Now, these two teams thrive offensively and really are efficient from three-point. And that's rare this year. They move back, for for those who don't know, they move back the three-point line this year to match NBA distance. And <laughs> we have seen the three-point percentages completely plummet this year. is shooting. Worse from threes, but you know what's funny is the style hasn't changed. No one's shooting less three pointers, they're just worse. So the scoring is actually slightly down this year, and I do believe that's the reason. But both of these teams shoot a lot of threes and make a lot of threes. Bradley is 30th in the nation in offensive efficiency from three. But they're 316th from two point range. Indiana State, ninth in the country from three point range, 118th from two point range. So they're going to jack it up. They're going to make a lot of threes. Also, in basketball, how do you create more possessions? offensive rebounds and turnovers. Bradley is 33rd in the nation in offensive rebound percentage. Now, while Indiana State's not great in those numbers, that should improve at home. Both teams pretty average turning the ball over, so I expect more possessions in this game than average. Give me over 137.5. Uh, I think the. I, I mean, I my, my buy price is up to, all, all the way up to 139.5. I mean, I could see, I, I think both these teams get in the low 70s, um, Over 137.5, Bradley, Indiana State. Moving on, South Dakota, minus 1.5 against Oral Roberts. We are going South Dakota, minus 1.5. South Dakota is the number one team in the country in three-point shooting efficiency. Again, number one. Anybody playing right now, Baylor, Kansas, Kentucky, doesn't matter. South Dakota is number one in the country in three-point shooting uh, efficiency. They are 31st in turnover percentage. So there's a huge edge for South, Dakota in, for South Dakota in some major categories. They also have a major edge in general field goal percentage as well as free throw shooting. So there's a lot of, 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 of uh, elements here that are going in South Dakota's way. Oral Roberts does have the rebounding edge, but South Dakota's 10th in the country in rebounding percentage when they're on defense. So they don't give up a whole lot of offensive rebounds. So Oral Roberts does have one thing against South Dakota, rebounding. I'm not sure why this is such a thin line. Only one and a half at home. Give me South Dakota, minus one and a half, minus 110 uh, against Oral Roberts. And last but not least, finally a home game. Finally something that's going to be on TV for you guys. We are going Baylor plus two at Florida. Now, first off, the Big 12 is substantially better than the SEC this year. I don't want that to go, uh, uh, I don't want to breeze over that, folks. The Big 12 is so much better in the 2019-2020 season than the SEC is. As a matter of fact, if you look at Ken Palm's rankings, which, I mean, if you're going to argue with Ken Palm's rankings, you're on an island there. I, I, I think they're great. According to Ken Palm, the Big 12 has four teams in the top 25. Uh, the SEC has a big fat zero, not one. Kentucky's the highest rated team, and they're 29th in Kempom. Baylor's 16-1 and one this year. Again, 16-1 and one with some great road wins. They know how to go on the road and win, including wins at Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, and Kansas. As a matter of fact, Baylor hasn't lost since November 8th okay? They are seventh in the country in adjusted efficiency. They are seventh in the country in offensive rebounding efficiency. And, and here's the thing. Florida's good. I understand. Florida's a very good team. Offense, defense, good home court advantage. There's a reason why the Gators are two-point favorites against the number one team in the nation. But Baylor will be able to stop Florida's potent offense because Baylor, number four in the nation with defensive efficiency, so I think they show up on the road, give me Baylor plus two, at Florida. Okay, so once more going over all the plays for Saturday in the Australian Open, we are going Fabio Fagnani, a uh, Fabio Fagnani, minus two and a half at minus 120 against Tennis Sandgren. We are going Miami of Ohio, minus four, they're at home against Eastern Michigan. We are going over 137 and a half, Bradley, Indiana State. We are going South Dakota, minus one and a half. They're at home against Oral Roberts. And we are going Baylor, plus two on the road against Florida. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.